Welcome to another edition of the Game Fix Podcast. I am Spanish. Good evening. I'm Mike. And I am Verlaine. Make sure to check out our website, GameFixShow.com, or, and you can check out our weekly or stream and. of our weekly recorded podcast right here. If you are not, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow or Twitch.tv slash GameFix. Uh, yeah, uh, instigator enabler on, on point, on point today. That's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> we have a lot to get to, uh, I really mentioned our website, gamefixshow.com. Uh, you can actually, uh, follow us, uh, on our social medias that you can click on all of the, uh, links right there, as well as, uh, listen to our latest show right on the website. You could do it right there. Uh, you can also, um, 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 even follow us on a Patreon, which, uh, well, Mike, you have a challenge, a, a Patreon challenge uh, that you have to fulfill today, uh, and we will get to that. So uh, we have that plus uh, some some games into movies, some movies into games, some um, some Starfield, some you know other stuff. Companies trying going to be sold. We don't know what's going on. At this point, we're like, "What's going on?" Anyway, all right, uh, yeah, seriously. All right, well, let's uh, let's do what we normally do. We talk about what we've been gaming and what we've been playing this week. I will I will start you off this week. How about that? Good. I don't I don't normally yeah. start you off, but um, I've been playing Starfield. All right, there's no if and what's or buts about it. I am definitely playing Starfield. Uh, the game is well. Uh, there's so many. <laughs> It's addicting, okay? It's it's a great game. It's a beautiful game. It, it's a gorgeous game, okay? I'm telling you, the, the game is so worth it, especially, I mean, if you have Game Pass, you play it for free. So it's worth it right there. Uh, honestly, uh, if it left Game Pass yesterday, or tomorrow, yesterday, that'd be weird, um, I, I would I would buy it today. So, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at with that. But, okay, with saying that... Um, the people that are saying that it's not Fallout in space. Oh, you guys. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> Fallout, it's, it's it's not that. It's that. It's exactly that. Everything about it is that. Uh it, it's um it, it's all it's all it's all the fallout with none of the fallout. Gotcha, right? You guys understand that line? That's oh, why it's absolutely yeah, so I mean it's, it's so much fallout, you don't really need a tutorial or anything like no. just no, no. I mean, there's some the, the, there, some of the controls yeah, are a little but... different, but that's okay. Whatever. But like, uh, th- there are there are some things that I'm I'm not a big fan of. Uh, obviously, you know, you can only carry so much, okay, or else you become encumbered, as they say. Okay, so uh, that's fine. Uh, that that's any any Fallout any any RPG type game, you know. Um, the, now the one thing that I that I'm not a big fan of uh, is when you when you collect all the stuff when you're out and about doing your thing killing random things aliens maybe humans whatever they are um you collect all these things right maybe uh, you know new uniforms new weapons whatever it is resources um you only have so much space on your ship to store it okay see in fallout you would have unlimited space to store it but in this so it kind of gives you a little extra, a little more feel of realism, I guess, with that, which pisses me the fuck off. You have to buy a bigger ship, right? Like yeah, bigger ships will have yeah. bigger, bigger yeah. uh, uh, storage loads or whatever, you know. So uh, I, I know what are you doing with all that shit? Well, I like shit. 
I'm a hoarder. What do you want from me? Uh, and you know, cause I'm always looking for the best gear, right? You're looking for the best gear. You're looking for the best guns and, and, and whatever it is. So like, I just, I keep doing that and I keep collecting all this gear. Um, why can I hear myself twice? Mike, Mike, you want to turn your, turn your, your computer down there, buddy? Yeah, I just had to. I'm going to adjust yeah. my bed. I don't know why that loaded twice there. Sorry about that. Um, there is, uh, I mean, it's a good game. Okay. Like it, it's a really good game, actually. Uh, I, I'm, I'm highly enjoying it at this point. I think I've logged about 16, 17 hours. Uh, and it's just, this is one of those games that I will be playing for 200. It's, it's going to happen. Uh, but there, there's just a couple of those things, like you know, the un, there's no unlimited storage. That kind of, that kind of upsets me. Um, although, although uh, the the thing that's different from Fallout is they implemented superpowers. Okay, um, which is a Bethesda thing. They've done that in other games, but just not in like Fallout, if you say. Um, I have. You can buy storage. I know you can. I know. I know. I haven't gotten there yet. So calm down, okay? I'm just trying to get through the storyline. Oh, sorry. Here, if, if anyone's if, if what I'm talking about, world building. Starfield, you just buy storage. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know why you have to yell. But... <laughs> Rude. Oh, see now that I didn't know. Okay. Well, that see that's information I appreciate. You could steal right. storage. Okay. All right. That's weird. I stole open space. <laughs> How do you do that anyway? Um, no, this is uh, uh, but no, the game's great. It's it's just it's just a lot of fun. Uh, there is so much to it, man. I've I've only scratched the surface, uh, and and I do mean that literally and and theoretically. <laughs> and like this, this, there's so much to this game, and I I know after I get through the storyline because that's actually what I'm doing right now. Uh, something I never generally do. In any games like this, uh, I'm I'm going through the storyline as quickly as possible. There's some stuff here and there that I'm doing, but like I am trying to get through the storyline as quick as possible because I want to be able to just do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like and do all the side missions that really don't matter and all that. Uh, and that because once I get through the storyline, I'm gonna have like the powers and all that to be. That's what you're gonna need to do anyways. Because with Bethesda, they always release expansions, and right. every time the expansion comes out, I'm nowhere near where I should be. Right, right, exactly. So, so I'm just going to try to get through that. Uh, that way, I have some extra. So, just uh, that way, it'll be the the game for me. It's kind of like I know Verlaine. You you like a game like this? Maybe not a one player game. You're more of a a multiplayer game where you can just get a quick game in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, uh, I can just sit down and get a quick mission in, and then be out in like ten fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that's what that's what I'm really liking about it. Um. I know a lot of people are mad about this. I'm not. I'm not so mad as I am more disappointed. It's not a big deal. But uh, um, what's what's the space game? I, now it's eluding me. Um, no Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and in no, in no Man's Sky, you could take off and you could fly around in the atmosphere and you could look at things and do that. Oh, yeah, loads. Fly crazy, out bro. and fly back in and do. And you're you're free to do whatever you know. Uh, in the, in this game, it's not set up like that, just because it's not the same game. So that's why I'm like not really mad about it. But at the same time, I kind of miss that. I kind of wish that, that I could just do that because when you get in the ship and you take off, you immediately go in the atmosphere, or go out of the atmosphere. You're immediately in space. 
So and then and then you got to choose where you want to go, and it'll it'll you just like choose. I want to be on this part of the of this of the planet, and it'll just do it for you. It's fine. Uh, see, with No Man's Sky, there was a little challenge in trying to get it to where you wanted to land. You know what I mean? So it's fine. Again, I'm not mad about it. It actually makes the game go a little faster because <laughs> because the game would take for freaking ever if if you had to, yeah. if you had to do that. So, uh, but at the same time, eh, you know, I kind of wish whatever whatever uh but at this point uh, no i'm still i'm loving the game i will continue playing it for the next few weeks there's no doubt about it um until the next game come as they always say so all right well that's that's all i've been playing i'm i'm that's that's all for me uh who wants to go next i'll just feed off you because i played it too okay cool okay okay. um well, one thing I noticed that they did that no one's ever done before, and it's pretty crazy because, like, this was the game where you're like, wow, this is going to be on Game Pass, like, this fucking game. But they did it where it wasn't immediately. They actually let people, like, they in- incentivized, incentivized paying for it because you were able to play it ahead of time. Granted, it was like sure. a few days. Well, that's, that's, what all, that's what all games do, though. No, no, no. But all games let you... Pr- let you play ahead of time if it's a paid game, but this is getting, they, this was going to be on game pass, but to incentivize people to pay for it right off the bat, they let you play early, which is what I bet we see a lot of games that go straight to game pass. They're not really, it's going to just, they're going to actually be like it used to be. It's going to be for sale for maybe a week and then it'll go to game pass. You know, I I don't hate that. I really don't. I think that's, I think that is a good way. Get it out of the way. All the streamers and shit will buy it just to be first. So I won't feel as bad paying for, not paying for it on game pass. Exactly. So so it's actually adverse for them. Yeah. Like that really doesn't affect me. I can, I can wait for the actual release date. You know what I mean? Like I'm cool with that. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's actually a really good point. Really good point. Um, Continue. But, so yeah, I uh, this is this is Fallout in space. This is Skyrim in space. This is just a space Bethesda game um, in every every single form, every single form that I've seen so far. See, so, yeah, I haven't played a lot. It's a hundred percent like like those games. You can grab anything, and like I can see how like. It's almost like they let you grab so much, which is a, a little bit realistic, but like they add values to it. So then it's like, should you even take it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of that kind of looting stuff. And and I don't know. Um, I I think it looks great. The, the graphics are cool. Uh, I love space. Um, I know I haven't even gotten anywhere in the game. I just no. got like a jet pack. Um, but... You know, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get into it as much as I would want to. A, I knew you wouldn't. It's not. It's not your type yeah, of game. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's just so big, and honestly, like the game I've been playing still is Remnant, um, and it, it's just it's. The, I think it's the multiplayer aspect because maybe. See, here's the thing. Because I was thinking about it, it's like Remnant Two is still like when you if you play the game like. It's beautiful. Like the 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 atmospheres and the environments are so like some of them are so crazy. Like they're just really cool looking, just like Starfield. Like big things, like giant, like shit you wouldn't even see. Um, and then there's the whole you know breaking shit and getting scrap so you can upgrade. So that's a commonality. Um, 
but I think still just in playing Starfield, it had too much, just the, the too much of the, you know, finding a new thing. Should I put it on like within like not even an hour, I already had three different helmets, all this stuff, um, yeah. which is, that's how it is. But with Remnant, it takes longer to get those things. And I think what, what even playing Remnant solo, if I'm going to ignore the multiplayer, just the way it's set up where my solo game Yours is going to be different than mine in Starfield, but you're going to the same exact places. If you're doing the story, you're going to be going to the same things. Whereas Remnant, like, it's completely different. I'm going to end the game with different weapons and mods than Jack will, you know? And and that's what what intrigues me about the game. There's still a lot of of things in common um, with both of them. I just... I'm already so far in Remnant and still, I mean, after all this time, I'm still seeing new stuff every single time I get into Remnant. Um, So I don't know. I think that's why I'm not that into Starfield. I think if Starfield came out first, you know what? Nope. I can't say that because multiplayer always takes me from single player. Um, But yeah, I I think, I think they're both good games. Um, If you're a multiplayer, definitely uh, play Remnant. Uh, If you have friends, it's so fun. Um, yeah, and, and just, you know, here's here's something real quick about Remnant um, that I just got. I just started, you know, we're, we're plowing through these levels and all this stuff, and we're getting stronger and stronger. And um, I'm starting to pay attention more to the things that you get a lot of in this game are rings and these, like, relics. But you get a lot of rings, and the rings, you know, adds defense, you know, th- you know 2% defense. Or, you know, when you attack, you get lifesteal, and you get four rings. Well, when you start getting a lot of rings and really paying attention to what they do that's where the game gets interesting and that just rejuvenated my whole liking for the game because i was just reading dicking around reading through these things and i'm like wait i want to try something so i put on these four rings and essentially the outcome um is and it doesn't really happen but while i'm using a mod which is when you switch after you charge your gun, your gun's shooting for a while, hitting targets, you know, when you would, you know, cool down a, a power, you're, you're building up a mod and then you could switch it to its second ability and use this mod, whether it's the time stop bullet, a beam, uh, whatever it is. Sure. Um, when I use a mod now, I have these rings where I'm gaining life and another uh, one ring makes me gain life by using mods another ring makes my mods charge by gaining life. And then I have two other ones that make my mod charge like super, super a lot. And and it, it's pretty much almost like your special abilities in any game, your cooldowns. It's almost like one cooldown now by using one of your abilities, it's giving you life and charging itself up again. Mm. Um, and people do these things and fool around with these all the different like rings and shit, because like there's ways that dude, one guy made a build where he was invulnerable, like pretty much his damage output was, he had a lifesteal thing going and all these other rings where he dealt more damage. Like the enemies couldn't deal enough damage before he regained his damage. It it was almost game breaking, like something they would take out of the game. Um, But that's all people do in this game now is they figure out ways like, mixing certain rings with certain relics and all of a sudden like you can't die or you're like just doing like un- like ridiculous amounts of damage. Um, so I don't know. It's cool. It's there's a lot of stuff into this game. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Is that all you've been playing? That's all I've been playing. 
All right, Mike, you got you got a job to do today. You have a uh, you got a book report, right, or a movie report, whatever. Uh, and, and and you have a retro reboot. So, but but first, what have you been playing? Yeah, a uh, light week for me, fortunately. Um, so I won't go on too much about the games. Uh, I went back for the first time in a couple of years uh, to finish up Metal Gear Survive. Uh, which I had started when the game first came out, and I was kind of just trolling Kojima fans with it because I have a lot of Metal Gear fans on my timeline. Uh, so I would just... share <laughs> clips from the game. Um, and then I... Is, is it a good game? Well... So this is this is the funny thing about it, because I never thought that Metal Gear Survive was a badly made video game. It's just a stupid ass concept, especially with the way that Konami went about releasing it, because they fired Hideo Kojima, took his property and made what is at the same time a really fun but incredibly lazy asset uh, um, um, asset dump with all of the Metal Gear Solid V Phantom Pain resources in the game that you can build by just collecting scraps and stuff. So, as a Survivor game, it's pretty long in the tooth, because by 2019, th- these games are all over the place. So, if you've played one, you've essentially played them all. Metal Gear Survive doesn't really do anything different, and that's probably one of the things that infuriates me the most about it, is that... They've got the Fox Engine. Fox Engine is a pretty sweet game engine, uh, and they don't really capitalize on it to do anything creative with this. So you just build fences, and you more or less stab the crystal-headed zombies that are coming after you. That's your primary enemy in the game. You get crystal-headed zombies, and you get like what are practically ripoffs of The Last of Us boomers. They're like these uh, exploding zombie monsters, but... Their heads look like I, I, I'm. This, I'm totally dating myself here. Do you remember the pop bags that you put on like the stovetop, and when you're heating like, it up, like, the yeah. popcorn like bag pop? swells up. Yeah, yeah. Jiffy pop. Their heads you, look like that. You act like they don't make that anymore. You could literally go buy it right now in the grocery store. Really? Who is huh. using Jiffy pop? I mean, it's I you can still go get it, like hurt anyway. my arm, <laughs> like huh? Yeah, that I, 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 I didn't know that was still in stores. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yank me back in the time machine. Um, I yanked you. That's for sure. So uh, I'm. I, I I got up to mission seven in this game, which actually tells how long that I put this game on hold because it was going to be something that I wanted to make a video on. But then I started making like other things, uh, and, and and it was around this time that I had actually gotten a capture card, so I hadn't have a chance to put any of it on, on capture footage. I've just been ripping it off of my PS4. So now that I've taken a couple of years off of the game and got back into it, I do enjoy playing it a little bit more now that I'm no longer playing games like Terraria or Rust or one of the other fill-in-the-blank survival games. Um, Conan Exiles. I tried Conan Exiles briefly. That game sucks. Um... Yeah, and it's it, I I I I do think that something great could have been done with 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 with, with the way that um survive works, uh because building the resources and blending in some of the tower defense because sometimes hordes will come at you from portals, uh and you'll have to defend your base uh to keep them from 
uh, destroying whichever whatever whatever piece of equipment uh, you're you're trying to set up. Like you'll you'll have a uh, a satellite that you're trying to get you to read to connect you and the other living characters back to the real world, and every now and then you'll have to fend off like a horde of zombies for about five or six minutes. Uh, if you have like a lot of Molotov cocktails and if you can like manifest fence walls, uh, it's a pretty easy game to do. There isn't really a whole lot to it, but if it, 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 it can almost be a little bit satisfying enough. Um, staying fed and, and keeping your thirst up is a little bit of a pain in the ass. Like, I just got to Chapter 7 in the game, and you can't make fresh water on your own until you get to Chapter 7. That was pretty annoying. Um, but uh, I, I, I I am having fun with it. Uh, it's one that I don't... I, I still don't regret bri- uh, uh, buying. And I love bringing this game up, if for any petty reasons, is that on its launch day, it outsold... Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which was like a Wii U RPG that people were hyping up. It was this blend of uh, Atlas and Intelligent Systems, the people who make Fire Emblem, and they thought it was going to be this big deal. Nobody bought the game. Metal Gear Survive, a reviled game, outsold it, and that makes me happy. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm petty. Um, uh, Beyond that... um, uh, I, I I also played a little bit of Street Fighter. Didn't really do ranked this time. I was actually playing with one of my buddies who who plays. Uh, he he's got three characters up the master rank, so I figured I'll play him and and uh and I uh, kind of train a little bit, iron out a lot of the fundamentals that I uh I uh, kind of struggle with at times, mostly due to the fact that I don't really know a lot of matchups. Uh, and I'm starting to learn that Manon is not really as top tier as people say she is. People are afraid of her because when she throws you, she gains medals. Medals are these emblems in the in the top right corner of your screen that when she command grabs you, uh, they go up by one. When she gets up to five, uh, her throws do max damage, and she can probably kill your life bar with like two throws uh, if she gets you. Uh, the tough part is is that it's hard for her to get her hands on you because her move, her, her 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 special normal attacks don't really have a great deal of range, and it's kind of hard to link in. And when people see you building your medals up, they know what you want to do. They know you're going to throw you. So by playing a better player, it teaches me how to uh, keep my options open and not just try and get stuck doing the same thing over and over. Because as you go up in ranks, people are going to know some of your tendencies, and they'll pick it up and they'll pick it faster in a three match set. Uh, so suffice to say we played for four hours. I think I won eight matches and he beat me 78 times. So, uh, nice. that was fun. Uh, I believe that's I'm, the uh, uh, definition of in- insane, but okay. I'm a street fighter sixes, Barry Horowitz for anyone who gets that reference. All right. Um, and, mm. uh, a, a little, a little bit of Genshin impact and downtime. Uh, as I'm here on the road, I brought my PlayStation with me, and I'll just turn on some Genshin Impact and do some grinding, since it's hard for me to get materials uh, and resources to draw for characters. Uh, right but that mostly sums up, like, oh, yeah, and, and, and I also failed several times in Tetris 99 to get first place. Never going to uh, happen. It's never going to happen. It, it's not. It, it isn't. Uh, the the not dream is too... Not on, not on Nintendo's watch. <laughs> so do you think there's... Do you think that after all this time of the game existing, there are still like 
nerdy little fucking like calculator dudes still just every day playing to hold the title which nobody even cares about or knows about or do you think there's just bots there that are just going to prevent you because like eventually everyone's going to drop off so that like eventually you're gonna if you're making second now you're you know what i'm saying like those people that are like that good eventually will stop playing right so it's funny that you mentioned that because at the rate that I uh, get into matches and and how fast it narrows down to 50, at least 30 or 40% of the field has to be bots because it used to be when people were really playing it, um, I would get eliminated in the 50s and 60s. And I don't think I'm getting that much better in the game. I'm doing the same thing. However, after two minutes, it would be down to 50 remaining. And then after the 50, I'm in the top 20 like three minutes later. That sounds like bots playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, you got to, yeah, the Switch is, look, it's, it's for mainly children. And last time I checked, no children play Tetris. So that's just weird how you can get, you can get in a match of Tetris 99 faster than I can get in a match of Overwatch. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. the game's what, what? this old and less less than fifteen seconds we're in a game. Yeah. Yep. Still now. Yeah. And I you know, whatever. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And, because and, it's not and it's weird. not fair. <laughs> like if they're they're just I get it, they want to be safe, but just say, hey, yeah. no multiplayer. Like don't that's why you always lose at games like on you play Mario Kart online, dude. You're gonna lose. Yeah. You're not playing real people, man. Like, because uh, when, when I would play Mario Kart Eight online, I thought, man, these are some killer Mario Kart players. But the game's nine years old. What are these people still doing playing Mario Kart to, on, on the Wii yeah. U? Mind you, I took because the Wii U's still online. I turned it on. There's still Mario Kart players playing on the Wii U. What are you doing? Yeah, like, so is there <laughs> is there a like um an actual list of real people like that. Like if you were number one all the time, is there a reason to defend the title or does nobody even see that information? So like, that, is there a reason? Yeah. That's something I, I, I want to see if I can click on profiles. Cause there are some names with like profiles uh, attached to them and badges, but then there's also a ton of like Japanese players. So I can't read the Katagana, uh, so I don't know if they're human or not, but I wish that you could kind of like click on the profiles. I think you can. I've never tried because I'll get salty and I'll just back out, and reload another match. The um, switch isn't region locked. Uh, I don't think. I, I I don't think it is. Um, uh, the, it's the, not online the, anyway. So what are you what are you worried about region? <laughs> well, because you know if you're on if you're playing on your PlayStation in America, you're not going to be coming up to people with those kind of I, names. I understand what region lock means. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, oh, you mean like if it's not real people? Right. Like, well, that's it what, that's what I'm saying. Like if it's, it's if it's region locked and he's getting those names, then they're not real people. Then it's not right. like it's all just a big facade. Right. They, somebody should do that. Someone needs to investigate Nintendo and their fucking fake online facade. Facade. Oh, it's already been proven that they use bots for Splatoon. So they use so bots to make it? their games. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, yeah <laughs> all right uh, all right that's enough of that um i don't, I don't know why i say it like that uh but uh let's let's get to your a retro a reboot how about that 
My retro reboot, which you can read at GameFixShow.com, posted on Tuesdays uh, between the hours of like noon, one, something around this. And this week I reviewed the wonderful 101, talking about the Wii U again. Uh, I I reviewed the Wii U version of of the game. Uh, It was one of those titles that... I was kind of excited for because it looked like it was something that was going to use the gamepad being one of the launch titles or like one of the day after launch titles. um, You play the role of a bunch of superheroes called Sentinels uh, and you use the powers of the civilians you rescue to power your own Unite Morph abilities. Uh, The Unite Morphs work by taking the Wii U stylus and drawing the various shapes depending on the weapon of the character you play as. This is a cool concept in theory, and I did like the game at first. The problem is is that an action game can only go so long, I think, before you get a little bit exhausted, and you want to just like turn it off and play something else. So because this is Platinum Games and the people that brought you stuff like Bayonetta and the original creators of uh, Devil May Cry, um, Hideki Kamiya uh, serving as the uh, producer of the game or, 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 or the uh, director. Uh, uh, and, and, and also there's, there's also a beautiful Joe influence because the character models kind of like look like that. Uh, I like <laughs> and, and yeah, like some of it has that same kind of humor um uh going for it. It's 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 it probably ramps up the cheesiness a little bit. So I did get some amusement out of the cutscenes. Uh and and there's a lot of like Devil May Cry and Bayonetta references sprinkled uh, uh throughout it. Uh but the one problem with this game, and they might have fixed it in the remake or, or the, uh, the remastered version that they re-released, um, is because it relies heavily on the gamepad, uh, each mission can feel somewhere between like 16 to 32 minutes. And the gamepad gets a little bit tiresome in the hands once once you've held it for a while, and you've got to take one hand off of it, and you've got to draw like a 7 or an L or like a bomb shape, depending on which hero uh, you're maining as. And it also doesn't help that it's not very precise when you're uh, when, when when you're when you're using the stylus. Uh, so because it's a little bit imprecise, a lot of your unite morphs feel like that they miss, and that's pretty aggravating because you then have to wait for you have to wait for the cooldown period, uh, and then you have to try and draw it again. Uh, and this this reminded me of Kid Icarus Uprising, another frustrating game. Uh, from Nintendo that that was made on the 3DS uh, because that's one where you have to hold your the, the 3DS in one hand and you're controlling with the analog stick and you're using your stylus to attack whatever it is on the screen and that gets heavy after a while uh, and with and, and and with and with Wonderful 101 uh, the bosses can get a little bit exhausting. There was like somewhere between like 30 something odd missions in this game. And, and it feels like it just goes on forever. The story's a little bit neat and it, it, it's, it's a neat idea to kind of get something unique out of the gamepad, which I think was a device that was mismarketed, but this is one of those games that works. And at the same time, really doesn't. Uh, I was always curious about trying it out on the switch to see what they fixed with it because uh, I also know on the Wii U there was a mode where you could like use the R stick to draw instead of using the stylus but that's just clumsy 
because <laughs> if you've ever tried drawing with an analog stick on a controller, it it doesn't it doesn't work. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so that 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 was one that I was ki- kind of hyped for. Uh, it's it's got a little bit of promise going for it. If you miss games like Beautiful Joe, there's a little bit of that that's that's kind of in there to enjoy. Uh, the gameplay, if you do decide to play it on 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 the Wii U, uh, even on the Switch, I would say play it in bursts because the game can get exhausting. Mm. But mm, okay, it, uh, it uh, didn't help the Wii U. <laughs> well, that go go read all about that uh, on the website GameFixShow calm uh should we do the patreon challenge now or should we wait brilliant uh, i can I, get I done that me. okay all right all right let's get it let's get it you have it you ready for it yes all right well let, let, let everyone know that doesn't know uh what the challenge was and then please continue so last week bo Cephas, because i opened my big fat mouth and challenged him to something uh <laughs> he gave me uh the uh the uh, challenge which you can do on Patreon, to watch the movie The Dungeon Master. This is a 1984 film, and it's a series of anthologies uh, directed by five, but directed by five different talents, put together in like a, uh, uh, almost like a a, a a snippet of various short films uh, uh, clammed together. Um, I remember watching it as a kid. But I don't remember much of it other than the heavy metal band Wasp was in it for a section. That's the only thing that I remembered from this movie as a kid. Uh, So uh, I was asked to see if this movie made more sense than Teen Titans Go episode 40-40-20, which was a to the like mini movie series The the, uh, Night Begins to Shine, which I thought was awesome. Uh, So how does the Dungeon Master fare? Uh, it made more sense than those, but that's not a good thing. So, the movie starts out with with a a, 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 a cold opening of sorts, and huh? your hero Paul is a computer tech nerd um, who wears really upsetting shorts uh, as he's jogging down the street in whichever city this is. It's it's. What do you, it's, what do you mean by what do you mean by upsetting shorts? Uh, very tiny '80s shorts, uh, oh, yeah, like the yeah, old yeah. John Stockton ones. If you, oh, if you okay, remember. yeah, NBA, yeah, I got you. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, he's he, he's uh, jogging down the street, and he's either in tuned to how the traffic lights work uh, to not get stopped by traffic lights and, and crosswalks as it turns red. Uh, and I would actually later pick this up. Uh, he has a computer attached to him that he calls Cal. Now, this computer is pretty much a be-all-end-all a, a be device, uh, and he uses these to stop traffic so that he can jog across the street. Uh, he stops at an ATM to buy flowers for his girlfriend, um, who, who, who works at this like dance place, who, who's, who's taking dance classes. Uh, his girlfriend, Gwen, is played by Leslie Swan, who's smoking hot in this movie. <laughs> Uh, this is this is this is already a big positive, uh, and Paul is essentially using Google Glass. He's like using these '80s Coke bottle bifocals, uh, and he's tapping his like computer uh, onto these. Uh, he, he, he's tapping his computer to like 
of an ATM uh, to stop traffic lights and to pretty much do everything. Like, he, he's he's pretty much lawnmower man. He's lawnmower man, except not stuck in the machine. Uh, so he gets back to the house. Uh, he and his girlfriend have a little bit of a fight because it feels like he's more attached to his machine, uh, than he is to her. Uh, he gave it a, he, he, he gave it a lady's face. Uh, that's something that I thought that was going to play into, to, into the way the movie plays out later. Uh, so they have a little bit of a fight, but they kind of reconcile and he asks to marry her. So, because Paul is your quintessential 80s movie uh, tech tech dork, uh, instead of saying, yes, baby, I will give up my all-powerful computer to be with you, because he instead consults his computer about the aggregated success of marriages. This pisses her off. And I'm like, dude, hot girlfriend, stop simping for the computer. Uh, so, uh, Paul falls asleep and a demon named Mistima, uh, abducts his girlfriend as, as, as he wakes up, his room looks like it's on fire. Uh, but they, 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 they never really address that more on that a little bit later. Uh, and, and, and he I'm wakes up and he looks for Gwen who's gone. Uh, so he walks like four feet, four feet. And then he's teleported to a random rock field in the middle of somewhere. And it's hilarious because you can kind of see like the cacti. So it looks like they filmed this in Utah uh, and they didn't quite crop out. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't quite crop out uh, a, a lot of the foliage in the background. So it just looks like that they filmed this in like some sort of landfill lot in Utah. Um, and Which probably they did, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, and... Mistima decides uh, to challenge Paul and his computer Cal because he's existed for uh, it's he's he's immortal. So he's battled soldiers and warriors for centuries and a a millennia. And he looks at man-made science as like the new kind of magic. So he wants to challenge him uh, to to a seven duels uh, to see whose magic is greater. His uh, his 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 wizardry and sorcery and his satanic powers of black magic, uh, or, or your iPhone. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I haven't seen it, so I'm just assuming. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're 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 honestly not far off. So, uh, <laughs> so Paul is thrown into his first challenge, uh, which is an ice gallery, and it's uh full of a bunch of uh dummies. Uh, or which are supposed to be frozen statues, like notable figures like Jack the Ripper, Louis the Sixteenth, and Albert Einstein, um, and and like a random samurai who I thought was supposed to be Oda Nobunaga. Uh, so Gwen and Paul are thrown in here, and he has to figure out how to get out. And I thought, all right, this is going to be a little bit interesting. He's thrown into these positions where he's got to overcome these great odds. Uh, he literally presses buttons on his watch, it fires lasers, and he picks up, like, a crystal that the Albert Einstein dummy is holding, he throws it, it explodes, it takes out Jack the Ripper, and they leave. That was challenge one. It lasted, like, a total of, like, six minutes. Uh, So, they end up back... In, in in the uh, Utah rock field, uh, Mistima goes, very well, you've overcome this challenge. It wasn't really 
<laughs> we don't need that rock, much detail, things blew though, up Mike. and, and, and the, <laughs> I, 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 I kid you not, the amount of detail that I gave you is about as much as what the movie gives you. <laughs> so, so it's challenge number two, Demons of the Dead. I forgot who this one was directed by. Yeah, I got so Mike, Mike, let me stop you there. You don't have to go through every challenge. Okay. We, I, we I, understand. <laughs> yeah. So essentially challenges two through four are just uh him beating oh God, who did he fight in the second one uh, puppets okay so, so th- th- there is one thing that I do love in the movie is the visual effects uh, the, the, the visual effects are all like practical so like a, 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 a lot of the a lot of the makeup and the costumes do look pretty cool so I, I, I do praise it for that um, uh, the acting also isn't bad uh, I, I think that there's enough hammy dialogue in the movie to kind of give it a little bit of a charm. Uh, the problem is, is that Paul's watch, which ends up being named Excalibrates, uh, and but when when oh, I yeah. actually looked this up, it was spelled X C A L I B R and the number eight. I thought that was awesome, and I got angry at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, essentially. The watch is a deus ex machina. Paul breezes through the challenges, and then it's time for the final matchup between he and Mistima. So he talks a sorcerer who's essentially Satan, since like Mistima is like one of the uh, it, it's one of the ancient translations for Satan or Beelzebub. Uh, he challenges him to a fist fight. The fist fight lasts for forty five seconds, and Paul just throws Satan off of a cliff and into a volcano. That's the end of the movie. Well, that's all the money they had to shoot. So that was it. (laughs) It just looks like they ran out of a budget and he just pushes Satan over. And that's the end of the movie. Uh, It was, it it was a heaping combination of stupid and cheesy. I see the influence from Dungeons and Dragons in it because D and D was getting a little bit popular around this time in the eighties. Uh, and I, I also meant to keep a list onto the site to count the number of Tron sound effects that I heard in the movie. So, okay, so out of 10, what do you give this? Maybe I honestly like, give it like a 3 out of 10. There you have it. Yeah. Uh, did it make sense? Yes, it made sense. But it was also boring watching Paul solve everything with his computer watch of power. Excalibrate with an 8. Got that. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Sounds like a transformer. There you go. Patreon fulfilled. Um, Man, I will never watch that movie. Now I don't have to. (laughs) It's free on Tubi. So if you have like uh, 80 minutes that you want to kill because you hate your life, by all means. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but well done, Mike. Well done. All right. Let's there let's you. get to some let's get to some weird shit. Uh, well, uh, well, other than that. All right. <laughs> um, let's and let's talk unity. Okay? Because they're they're unity. They're doing some crazy shit. Okay? So, uh effective January 1st of next year, uh, they will introduce a new uh, Unity runtime fee that is based on game installs. We will also add, they said, we will also add cloud-based uh, asset storage, Unity de- DevOps tools, and AI at runtime at no extra cost to Unity subscription plans this November. Okay, so how does that affect us? Okay, 
I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, well, f- well f- before uh, how I explain how it affects us, uh, let me tell you how it affects um, developers. Okay. So the uh, Unity's new plan with uh, developers who use Unity's free tier of development services would owe Unity 20 cents per installation once their game hits threshold of 200,000 downloads and earns over $200,000 in revenue. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, which is a lot if you can get to that point, but then with the amount of downloads for that, that's a big chunk of change that you're losing. Okay. So that's how it affects devs. And that's why the developers are upset at this. So before we move on, let's just talk about that first. Verlaine, you're, you're, I'm, I'm guessing you're about to say boo-hoo developers, but please do it. <laughs> uh, boo-hoo, fucking devs. You can't use a fucking free program anymore. Oh, no, now you have to develop your own engine? Like, the fuck do you think is going to happen if, you, if every fucking video game is made on freeware? The owner of freeware is going to wisen up and be like, why am I not charging for this? Because no one can make a fucking game without using it. I mean, yeah. fucking yes, of course. I am 100% on board. I don't even care what it costs me. Like, they could say, oh, we have to fucking charge more for our games now. Yeah, well, I bet they're just as shitty as they were when you were charging fucking $5. Like, really? I mean, look, I can't, I'm on the side of Unity. I mean, it's just a matter of time before Unreal starts doing it. Unless mm-hmm. they're already doing it. I really don't know. But I mean, absolutely, absolutely. When you have AAA titles coming out built on Unity, and then you have fucking shitty games built on Unity, like Unity probably knows that when you see that, for a while it gave I mean, the, validity the, to the game. The AAA titles don't have the free service; they pay for their service, right? But yes, what yes, I'm yes, saying yes, is, right. you know, when you when you know, not too far a, a while ago, if I booted up an indie game and you know built on you know unity or built on unreal engine like they kind of like validated things for me i don't yeah. know why because i know they're free but it kind of like it it for no reason for no reason at all it validated the game as being a little bit better because i also play other games that are way like popular built on the same engines um so yeah there should be yeah absolutely they should charge, not even have a free version. And if you do, it's once you start actually like selling shit, like any program out there. Like, okay. So then you got so to pay. Th- that's, that's the free plan. Okay. So now developers paying over $2,000 a year for a Unity Pro plan would have to hit higher thresholds and would be charged with lower fees. $2,000 a year? Yeah, well, that's 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 the that's what the pro plan is. That's not a well, lot. Yeah, but if they get to a certain point, which uh, that that is not listed, oh, yeah. they have. Yep they they still have to pay for each uh, installation, but it will be less than twenty cents an installation. Sounds like right. So, um, how do you feel about that side? I mean, we're talking AAA, you know, developers. I, I would say whatever on that. At least that's my opinion. I don't know, Mike. Yeah, I'd say most of the studios, like, if you made, I'm trying trying to think of some, like, Unity-run games. So, like, if a Cuphead uses that tier to produce Cuphead. Among Us. They're, they're. That's Unity-based. 
Yeah, go with that yeah, one. Yeah, go with that one. <laughs> it, it's so so. You're using like I'm pretty sure that like nine year olds could probably use Unity to make something like that. So what Unity is probably trying to do here, and I I I, I agree with Verlaine on this. If they land like another mega hit using their platform, they can cash in on that, and the developers will actually probably make that money back. D- uh, d- d- depending on how much it's it's downloaded, depending on how much like services you want to put into it. So things like Among Us, Cuphead, and Fall Guys, like you're running like live services with with a game like Fall Guys, you're gonna make that money back as long as you have a player base. So. I mean, if anything, it probably says that, oh, I'm paying more to gamble on something that's a hit. Guess what? That's every developer ever. Mm -hmm. They all go into the red to produce their games. So it depends on what you you make back on that. So I don't don't really think that's skeezy. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get to skeezy. I promise you that. But before we do that, so games offered for charity uh, or included in charities will uh, be exempt from the fees. uh, Unity will provide a way for developers to inform Unity that their games are being offered that way. Okay. Which is fine. That's good. That, that makes me happy, at least. At least they did that, right? Um, as for Game Pass and other subscription services, um, the uh, developers uh, would not be on the hook, as they say, uh, as the fees are charged to distributors, which in Game Pass example would be Microsoft. So that's how that affects us if you are a Game Pass. Because so now... If you download a game on Game Pass that happens to be through Unity, uh, Microsoft has to pay for every download. I think think that actually affects us as far as the games on Game Pass. Because at that point, they wouldn't be that... that keen, if you will, I like using that word, uh, to putting a game like Starfield on now. Because... They got to pay for every single download. And I'm sure whatever that threshold is, they definitely surpassed it. Yeah, well, they can. Um, that'd be so risky um, because you can have a the people who, you know, the developers of the game could tell all their well, friends, hey, go and download this. This is this is all going in. This is there's nothing like, oh, I don't know if they're going to do it. Really. This is like. This right. Is- the, okay, it, right, right. But but they I don't know. They, Microsoft already has. Everyone has ways to. Dis, they can. Dis, they can tell if I download a game, played it for two hours, and decided to refund it or not. They can tell that. That's how the refund pro- goes. So they would be able to tell. You know, if I download the game, even if I uninstalled it, or if I did, played it on the cloud and then downloaded it and then uninstalled it, like they can tell it's been downloaded one time for me. You know, even if I keep redoing, redownloading it, that's how it'll work. It'll register once. So that's fair. So I'm sure they're just like, okay, here's the deal. Here's the money for 10,000 downloads or whatever the fuck, a million downloads. Once it surpasses that same thing, we're going to start paying you a certain amount of cents per. That's fine. I think that they would be 100% ready for that. But you also have to understand, they can also decide to just say, fuck you. We just won't have any Unity games on our fucking thing. They can build their own games. They They could do all that. And that's fine. Um, I think that it makes perfect sense because it's it's going to show a it's going to show us as consumers 
hey, this person had enough faith in their work that they put the money down to be the pro and to sell. And then if they're going to turn around and complain, well, I mean, welcome to the world of fucking digital marketplace, dude. Like try selling on Etsy. Like that's what happens, dude. The more you sell, the more fees that you pay to who you're selling, unless you're going to take your game and distribute it yourself, you will always have to pay. You're not seeing it right now because whoever's distributing your game is just paying for those fees. And if you're an indie person just going through Steam, bless your fucking heart, then don't do it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Yeah. it's the reason why we have such fucking garbage in every digital marketplace is because we let all of you people fucking make games and allowed untalented pieces of garbage just uploading their shit and then trolls go around and just make it fucking they just make the snowball bigger by just like saying hey this is cool keep doing this garbage and then you have dumb fucking people that are so dumb they don't know that games are trolling them so then they download the game and find out it's garbage they should you know what i'm saying like that's how it works now so yes charge Every motherfucker that wants to make a game as much as you can, because if that game comes out, it's going to be fucking good. Because no one's going to be like two thousand dollars. I was going to pl- I was going to make a game about a, a paperclip closing a fucking bag. Nah. Not anymore, ass fuck. Quality assurance and accountability. Yeah, dude. That's really what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, really, well, like, even if Game Pass shuts down, I mean, okay, we'll go on to the next thing, like. Well, they're they're saying that they estimate that only about ten percent of Unity's developers will wind up having to pay any fees, given the threshold the games need to hit. Yeah. So right. I mean, so right there is okay. All right, that that makes sense. But this also, with unfortunately, relaying your point of all these like shit games that are coming out, you know, this actually gives them the freedom to do that. Because unless they get to that 200,000 threshold, which I doubt, you know what I mean? Right. So that, that so games just like that are still going to be made. So really, they're we can't not, avoid that. <laughs> yeah, they're not allowed. They're not going to make money at all. Because then if they're going to go on some fucking... Look, nowadays, pe- <laughs> nowadays <laughs> people can make a game... And, you know, make fucking like, what are they like, just malicious software, right? And they can do things like just pay for advertising on a fucking phone. And people are so dumb that they think, oh, it's on TikTok. It must be official. And they click it. And then you have a game that some YouTube influencer endorsed, but you didn't know that they endorsed it because their fucking account got hacked. And that's what they have to do. So then they're endorsing the shit game. And then you're buying it. People are buying it. But you're not seeing the after the after product when everybody's like, this is garbage. I wish I never bought it. And that's just going to perpetuate if you just let people keep making these shit games. But I guess now they're not going to be able to do that because once they decide they're going to scam anybody, they're, they're going to have to pay. Sure. You know, so now they have to rework their strategy. If you're going to put a shit game out on purpose to just scam people out of money, you're going to be paying a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay, now, Mike, you mentioned the skeezy part. Uh, Let's get to that. Okay, yeah, you're like, come on, bring it. Okay, so um, ahead of this announcement that Unity was going to be made, 
Um, the the CEO, uh, John Rich Tillello, I think, I think, I don't know if that's how you say it, whatever. Um, sold about 2,000 shares a week before they revealed this. I mean, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> so there's your skeezy. That's, that's totally insider trading. trading. That's totally yeah, insider no. trading. Jesus. Um, like, blatant. so wait. Look, but this this really it could be on the fence though, because look, in any other situation, that's insider trading. But that's what? only that's what? only what if situation? because listen, listen, the decision that they're doing, the the what yeah. they are doing, is a decision that is being made really that is going to benefit the company. It's not like they're like, hey, we're planning on selling out or making a move that's going to destroy people. Like, sure. yeah. The gaming community, you can fucking fart and they're going to get pissed off. So that's going to happen no matter what. Whether he was banking on that or whatever, fine. But right now he's in a situation where he can be like, insider trading, we just did something that's going to make the company millions of dollars that we were losing. How is this insider trading? Even if he believes fully that it's a bad idea and everyone's going to revolt, there's still the idea is based on people not. And people like... Fuck yeah, finally, I can put $2,000 and beat this dude who's trying to clone my game because now I have money. And now I know I can sell it and I can actually become something. I can move my way up this fucking pile of garbage to be like, hey, I, I have some money that I'm, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that always works in every venue. If you have money, you can put it into yourself and get bigger, get seen. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. if not, that is fucking like, I mean, look, it's it's reported like this is crazy what, why people would even do that. So maybe, maybe it's just a coincidence. I don't know, man. Because like, you know what I'm saying? Used... It's yeah, but it, it's still it's not like GameStop planning on selling 80 of their locations or half of them. It's not like they were going to like fire half their staff. They're actually doing yeah. something that will put them like Berlin, normally. Normally, I would say that's a good point. yeah okay uh the reason why it's not is because on september 1st the unity's president uh sold 30 over thirty-seven thousand shares okay for Mm -hmm. roughly 1.4 million the board of director sold sixty-eight thousand plus shares on august 30th for 2.5 million Hmm. okay so unless they're cashing up because they don't like the decision then but it's still <laughs> they know something that some some other people don't un- un- unless <laughs> they feel like this was an idea to like buy low and sell high when like unity is at, at, at where, where it is like I, I don't think this is going to be the end of unity it just sounds like they're trying to cash out their shares while it's high in case this boomerangs so yeah. this wasn't well, like it wasn't like it could it have been because you have a story they sell their shares. He's like, hey, you know, like, I'm the president. I'm done with this. It's unity, blah, 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 whatever the fucking reason. I'm, essentially, he's not selling the company. He's selling his shares. Board of directors sell his shares. Whoever buys these shares from the president and the board is going to become president and board. Then they take over and they make this decision. Uh, stock, stock price went down about $3 since the, the announcement. Hmm. So from I bet about... if it goes down really far, they're going to try something like that yeah from from about 39 cents just under 39 cents uh to uh just over 36 cents so there you go 
such a crazy it's just crazy man like you're dealing with shit like that like even if it's even if it's premium we know you can get it for free people are gonna be doing that shit all the time like come on i've never in my life paid for adobe photoshop adobe (laughs) never in my life either anything (laughs) (laughs) i i don't have adobe audition what are you talking about i don't have it but i've also never paid for it ever (laughs) well that's fair that's fair. But yeah, yeah. So there you go. I don't know. It's it's a little little scummy. I don't know. Just kind of eh. Well, you know, it is PC. PC yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. PC yeah. lifestyle scummy. Scummy. They needed to do something to kind of like answer like Unreal and what Capcom's done with RE Engine. I don't know if this is it, but time will tell. Time will tell, obviously. Probably sooner than later. All right. Uh, I just wanted to mention it at least. Uh, obviously, at the beginning of the show, if you saw the uh, trailer for uh, Mortal Kombat One, you saw Jean Claude Van Damme and uh, uh, his the the new skin. I guess is really all all it is for Johnny Cage, right? Uh, well, uh, there was another announcement uh, for uh, the uh, Natara uh, mm-hmm. will a uh, skin of Megan Fox. That sucks because I love Natara. She was one of my favorite characters. Like, why though? <laughs> why? Why Ron? Why did this even happen? Because I mean, it's fine. They, Whatever. Actually, I think I they're trying really to care. they're trying to top Ronda Rousey as fucking Sonya. Yeah. <laughs> so they're you, like, you know what would be cool? You know what would be cool? Uh, put Dave Batista as like I don't know, like Jax or something like that. Because he, he, Rako. he's like have, have oh, like, Rako awesome. like Batista play Rako. Totally. Totally. And for, for that matter, when he's, he was in, the trailer, he's in that commercial where he's, you know, Mortal Kombat and all that. Yeah. So why not put him in, the, like, you put him in the maybe commercial. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. Yeah, maybe he'll be in it. I just feel like Megan Fox is like a meme that I don't know who's supposed to find funny. Like, I, and like, I'll, I, I also say, I, I can't really give her any kind of real credit because the only movie yes. that she was unironically good in. We do need Smurfette as Jade. That's what we need. <laughs> that's that's exactly. I was thinking the exact same thing. That's so weird. <laughs> Just, uh, get me that girl that couldn't act as April O'Neil and in Transformers uh, to play Natara. To be fair, like in Transformers, she really didn't need to act at all. No, she, she, she. I'm just she gonna. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. This is. It's a weird move. I get it because you know last year we had Ronda Rousey, uh, and which, by the way, speaking of terrible actors, like seriously, that made me almost hate the game that Ronda Rousey was in it, and I had to hear her voice the entire time. I'm like, oh my god, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, yeah. So, um, I, I, I turned the volume. I, I didn't finish the story for like a year because I didn't. I didn't feel like listening to it. Just... Yeah, I couldn't finish either. I got to the part where you had to be her, and I just kept letting the dude beat me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't, you liar! You got through the whole game. You already told me <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> you liar! That's so funny though. <laughs> You're like, oh, I hate her. I hate her so much. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> You're just moving up, just moving closer. <laughs> That's it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I don't know. It, the, these weird skins, you know, like these weird, I don't know. I get it. You know, it's a huge game and, and how to make a bigger celebrity, you know, like that. But I don't know if Megan Fox was the right call. I don't know. What do I know? 
Henry weird Henry. star power there. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What are you going to do? Um, well, uh, um, I, I, I didn't want to mention Starfield again real quick. Uh, and I, I love it because it's just, it's just so funny. Uh, when it comes to hackers, they can go fuck themselves. Okay. But when it comes to modders, I like to see, I like to see what they can do. Right. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's just me. I just, I kind of want to see it. You know, like uh, who, who can forget the, uh, the Skyrim uh, uh, macho man uh, dragon. Right, yeah. you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's, it was yeah, the best, best mod ever. It's the best, one of the best mods ever. Okay, so like, I'm always wondering, like, what's the next mod? Right. Well, Starfield, um, Starfield has had put a uh, a mod block uh, in order to gain uh, gain achievements or trophies, whatever you know, whatever. Um, well, modders has have modded that out. <laughs> that is the ultimate mod move. And I and I love it. Uh, it's so funny, but it also brings zero credibility to achievements. <laughs> but at the same time, oh, that's great. Yes, yeah. thank you for that. Yes, yes. <laughs> how do how do you mod out the mod block? Oh, it's sweet. It's like the snake eating its tail. There, like, <laughs> how does that even work? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that was good. Like when I read that, I was like, "Yeah." Like it, it was like the meme where you know the, the guy's like, he's just proud. You know what I mean? He's just nodding, proud. Yeah, I was proud. I felt really good about that. I was like, "Good for them. Good for them." Because I guess it's kind of a hack, though. So in a way, I'm not great with it, but at the same time, it's an achievement. Who fucking cares? Yeah, as long as they're not like busting the game, like the people that were setting off the nukes in Fallout seventy six to crash oh, the game, yeah. Purpose, then yeah, yeah. No, it's funny. I just wanted to bring that up because it was funny. Um, <laughs> all right, but I do definitely do want to bring this up. Uh, the, a new remastered game uh, for the Switch is a, a classic Sega Genesis game, uh, Disney's Gargoyles. Which looks really good. Never played it. You never played it? Actually, it was a pretty good game. I mean, it was it was very comparable comparable play to like um, Aladdin, right? Yeah, yeah. it was also like Aladdin with a weird Aladdin. learning curve. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, obviously, you know, because they enhanced it and it looks better, and um, yeah, cool, good, good on them. Uh, if, if 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 that's if that's what you're into and that you want to play that game again, boom, do that. Although. I guess that means that won't be added to the Sega uh, library. It'll just be a new game they're selling, right? Yeah, it'll it'll probably just be its own original uh, 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 exclusive or or separate release. Um, that That is an interesting choice. Gargoyles has had like a weird popularity over the years. There's fans that love it. Disney, I know, have always hated it. Uh, it was never included in any of their like um, Disney Afternoon blog packages, despite being a game that was made. Like they've done Tailspin, I don't think they did Chippendales Rescue Rangers yeah, and did. Gargoyles. They've always like disliked. Uh, yeah. so this one is kind of I'm 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 fascinated if if they kind of make some quality of life changes to the gameplay, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll be all for it. Uh, 
Because the original game was like hard as balls. Uh, when right. you pick it up and try to play it, it just feels weird. The flying was a little strange. The combat was uh, a touch iffy. But once you got the hang of it, uh, the game really is a blast. That's cool. I have the Disney Afternoon mm-hmm. on Xbox. I only play the- Darkwing Duck, though. Oh, oh! You mean like the the, the Saturday morning gate, the yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I I, um, I love Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck is kind of like the perfect Mega Man game for the like eight bit era. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Too bad he's a no, duck. And, uh, Tailspin, I never beat as a kid. Tailspin was hard, dude. Yeah. I remember, I remember playing that game. I I didn't own it. A friend of mine owned it, and I I remember both of us like playing it for a long time and we didn't get very far at all <laughs> no that's a pretty good one is that is that on the uh the, the switch library thing i have to double check I, I don't think it is i think i think the pack just includes like lion king and uh aladdin oh, okay okay um yeah, yeah. But that's one that they didn't try to like reboot. I, I don't even know if they try to because like shmups don't really seem to be in right now. Like like space shooters, like they're not really doing a whole, whole lot with those kind of games. It's kind of funny yeah. that in this trend of like re of like redoing or like bringing back like old genres, like beat 'em up games. Uh, they've they've been thriving. Where's my uh, space shooters games? Or where's where, where's like my Gradius or something like that? That's, that would be cool. I, I you know, we, we haven't seen a game like that in a while. I, I don't know how well a game like that would do nowadays, though. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I, it, it feels like that. That one's just old for its time. It's it, it's like the it, it's one of the last like arcade style cabinet games that they just haven't really really tried to reinvent. Like every yeah. now and then they'll do like R type, and the R type games are awesome, but. They're not done on like a mainstream scale. Those are always like the smaller studios, like NRS uh, or, 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 or the NIS uh, publishing those. But um, yeah, things like Legendary Wings and stuff. It feels like Capcom doesn't even want to mess with that. I love Legendary Wings. Yeah, maybe it's because it's just unrealistic that anything could dodge bullets, and anything would be fighting with bullets that you go slow enough for people to dodge. Yeah. Like, here's something if oh go ahead no 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 no, go ahead go ahead uh i was gonna say so if i found if i presented to you a box right just a box it's it who who, we don't know anything i know about the box but i'm like hey guys what are we talking about it's just yeah it's a box there could be something in it whatever it could could be labeled it's a box it's box. And and it's new and on it it'll say even say like new and and awesome everybody loves it and I'm like, hey guys, here's this new this new thing. It's totally exclusive, but the only way that you're gonna be able to play it or have it is if you go and get it from the garbage. That's the only place you can find it is in my garbage can. Okay. Would you want it? No. The only place, hey, it's new. It's new. I promise you, it is brand new but you can only find it in garbage cans. <laughs> or so trash people dumps. Rip, people would be ripping apart trash dumps. But, I mean, would yeah. you? 
Because no. that, that's that's the point is because no. people are ripping apart trash dumps to get these exclusives. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yep, that's yep. what I think when someone says exclusive on the Switch. I'm like, See? yes, it is. And so are the fucking <laughs> Apple rinds and shit in my garbage yeah. can. And yeah. well played. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, I see what you did there. All right. Um, all right. Real quick. Um, I, and actually, I'm I'm so glad. Uh, you, you, I was. I, I think that's Bocephus, right? Man, man, man. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm so glad you brought it up. Uh, because I I completely forgot about it. And I said what well, the greatest mod in Star in Starfield was the the whole you know modding the mod right the mod block. No, I I apologize. There is a better one, and I completely forgot about it i'm glad he brought it up because i had to grab a picture of it so i got it again i got it here uh somebody modded the flashlight in the game okay and instead of it being you know it is still a flashlight but it is actually a picture of nicholas cage (laughs) so nice as you can see (laughs) so I think he's right. I think this is that that is the greatest mod ever. That maybe maybe that is. That might that's up there. That's pretty good. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's my name. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, there there's that. Uh oh man, we oh, there's so much I want to get to, but we're not gonna be probably not getting to get any of it. Um Oh yeah, which one do I wanna get to? Uh yeah, it's, uh, uh, oh yeah, Square Enix. Yes, um, they have lost almost two billion dollars in market value uh, because of some well, some terrible releases. Mar- Marvel's Avengers, Babylon's Fall. What's the other one? Um, uh, Forspoken. Forspoken. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this uh, that this is a problem for them. I think. <laughs> yeah. And, and and Final Fantasy 16 didn't like break even because even that game's underperforming. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I, I feel like, and like Square in I I I don't get them anymore. Like they couldn't market Hitman. They failed with Hitman. IO Interactive was smart to pull out of that arrangement. Um, they greenlit Balan Wonderworld, that game that Yuji Naka, who's probably in prison now, uh, uh released under it. Um, and what I find funny about this, especially with their, their uh, RPGs is because Square Enix is still pissed off that Western gamers were playing stuff like Mass Effect and Skyrim and like Elder Scrolls, uh, back when Final Fantasy 13 came out, this is like nine years ago. They're still butthurt that people don't really play Japanese role-playing games that much anymore. The genres almost kind of ended up back in the niche territory. I mean, there's so, no, there's no, I, from everything, if you don't even listen to me, then you wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I was trying to, what I'm actually getting at is like, I, I mean, I've said it before, like when it comes to everything artistic about their manga, their, their animes, it's all the same dudes. Like they're, they're all like cookie cutter. It used to be cool back in the day because we didn't have it. And the only tastes that we got were like the intros to our cartoons, like Thundercats and Silverhawks had sweet ass fucking anime entry, like intros, but never had that animation. And then we started getting like Akira's and dragon scrolls and shit like that. 
And then the comic books started bringing that shit, like sweet ass, like cool anime, sharp edges and shit. And then when we did that, they switched to soft wide eyes and then never went back. And it's no wonder that people aren't interested in what they, I mean, they keep, they're on Final Fantasy 16. Like this is when you're like, hmm, wonder why it's not selling. You're on fucking 16, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I liked Hitman and whatever, man. Maybe market like they could market to other people. I mean, if you're making games in Japan with Japanese like everything, why are you trying to market to America? You're gonna fail. You don't see us trying to like deliberately be like, hey, check out fucking I don't know what we have. Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we imported Jackie Chan. We imported Jackie Chan. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just, it's bleak. I think is the best way to put it as far as Square Enix goes. But uh, I guess we're gonna see. Uh, in uh, really, at this point, is uh, which company is going to buy Square Enix because that it's eventually going to happen. Uh, maybe not this year, but maybe in the next few. Uh, because if they keep bleeding like this, unless they find some game that's gonna pull them out, which I doubt. Um, do you think I mean, ever, like... was supposed to be that game? They were they were touting that game as this great game. That not that. not only that, but but the Avengers as well. And yeah, wow. even like Forspoken, they like tried to hype it up, and people played it, and they were like, "No, the what? problem." And the problem, Mike was was, and I said it on the show before, is that they gave it a demo. <laughs> yeah, uh, and well, and guys like me. Um, played it and was like, this game sucks, and I didn't buy it. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be more pissed if you played it first. Well, look, I know, but I think- but they would have gotten my money at least. Yeah, that's my point. They didn't even I, they didn't even get close to getting my money because as soon as I started playing that demo, I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> yeah, and that was I think that was the biggest mistake. I really do. We're, we're, I, I, we're, I don't think I don't think you should let people play it before you release it, especially if you want to actually sell the game. Especially because well, it's think that, in hype, it doesn't need a demo. Yeah, you know, a, a, an alpha or a beta—that's that's a different animal altogether. A demo is a finished game that's a clip of it, you know, just just a piece of it. But it was terrible. Right. Well, they should have a better R and D department or anybody. Like, there's many right. levels of business that would be skipped in order to keep pumping out garbage but you've got to you've got to also think that we're in a spot where at first um you know the the grown-ups were making the video games and the kids were playing them and when it comes to the japanese culture as we know they're still doing that the same guys who were working at nintendo are still working here unfortunately for them the guys that were playing video games are now making video games. Yep. Just like the guys playing the video games are now making the video game movies and the Star Wars movies because they were fans and they're turning out better. And that's what we're getting. So you have a company that's probably just chock full of people who don't even play the games. They don't pay attention to things like, hmm, what else is coming out in America? Oh, Xbox is about to launch their new uh, console on the same day we release Final Fantasy. Oh, well, Americans don't like Xbox. They love us. You know, there could be so many facets that go into it that they could have avoided. And pumping out shitty games, especially after they had the biggest property in the fucking world, they destroyed it. They destroyed it. 
No, the Avengers. <laughs> the, so they destroyed the Avengers, a game that could have been so easy to make. And that's the thing. Yeah. Now people are overthinking this shit. Look, the first person to come out with another game that's no fucking, like Left for Dead, purest fucking game you can have as a co-op fucking first person shooter. Nothing to it. Come out with a game like that. Now people will eat it up because that's all they fucking want. Give us a fucking game that's just, hey, I am going to go out and I'm going to be the Avengers and I'm going to do the same fucking shit. But guess what? There is no leveling up. I don't need to fucking grind for anything. I'm just kicking the shit out of somebody and making the story progress. That's good enough for me, dude. Look at Spider-Man. Spider-Man's not grinding and shit. You're like going to upgrade your shit no matter what. You're pretty much made to do it. And you just constantly progress and beat the dudes up. You're not beating up a guy and taking everything they have and fucking seeing what you can make out of it. Hey, you stop t- talking shit about Starfield, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not. That's not what I meant. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but there. But the thing is, Bethesda's doing it and they're doing it right. Yeah, yeah. No, they are. You're right. You're right. All right. Um, we're we're getting down to the nitty grit here. So uh, just a couple of things. Um, tomorrow uh, is a, a state of play for. Uh, you know, PlayStation, if anyone cares, um, 5 p.m. That's when they're going to do that. And and uh, there is also a Nintendo Direct tomorrow as well. Right? Yeah. Yep. At 10 a.m. our time. Thursday. Eastern. 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 So so if you're looking forward to that, there you go. Like we'll, uh, we'll, we'll cover like that next week. But, yeah. You know, back in the day, if somebody well, wanted are, are to do saying, something... Well, are, are we saying Switch Two? Are we going to hear about that tomorrow? I doubt it. I think I say I that. think they're going to hold off on it. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so too. But we'll see. We'll see. I think they're not. They're actually going to announce um, another like their actual console console. Yeah. But yeah, why why Thursdays, dude? Like, why did they pick these times? Like Saturday is the fucking weekend. And, and why did they both pick the same day? How did yeah, that? How nobody that... looked that up. Like. Yeah. Huh. It's, like it, it, it's a freaking school day and. The Nintendo ones are pre-recorded. Well, Why? I don't think they're worried about a school day there, Mike. Yeah. yeah, but kids are watching Nintendo house. stuff. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, but it's happening at 10 a.m. our time. Yeah. It's so they'll watch, direct. It. they'll watch it during math class, man. They'll be fine. Whatever. <laughs> On their phones. Whatever. Kids still do math? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know anymore. No. <laughs> oh, there, there, there actually, there actually might be something to that because, uh, at least with the Nintendo one, there has been rumors of like an F zero ninety nine going around. Yeah, so that could probably. <laughs> yeah, mean? but here, here's the needle as you said it. <laughs> Doesn't really move it. F zero, F zero is such an awful game because it is the. It's so obvious that you're moving the screen and not the car. It's yeah. because of the way that the car animations are, they're more round. Never like have I played a racing game where it's so, except for Night Driver on Atari, where it's so obvious you're controlling the map and not the car. That's why that's why F Zero can't translate. What are you going to do, man? Like right. you have to change everything about them because you can't. The, the the vehicles aren't meant to have that like depth. Like yeah, you can turn it a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. It just never yeah. worked for me. I played it, but it's it, it's it's always been a yeah it's it, it it's it's been a meme for a couple of years. I like every two years, Nintendo fans would be like, "Why won't they bring back F Zero?" And it's like, if it was so good, why is it still not a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet music, fun. but mm, I'd rather play Mario. 
I bet there's um, no. a lot of stuff that they say is, you know that is exclusive that they don't own. Like why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they put out Star Fox game after Star Fox game, knowing people fucking want one? Yeah. Metroid. Why someone up there is actually like, hmm? Every fucking one of our fans wants a new Metroid game. Blah, fuck it. Let's just give them a fucking <laughs> arms. Yeah, right. That's pretty much what it is. Like I, I, I spent years asking for a new Punch Out game, but that trailer we played at the beginning of the show. I don't yes. need a new Punch Out game now. We because we because we got one coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the name of that game again? Oh yeah, uh, Thunder Thunder Ray. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks fun. Um, all right, real quick. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are getting their very own video game. I think we kind of all figured that was going to happen. Um, the game will take place months after the events in the movie. Okay, so we're past it. Is canon? Yes, 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 yes. So that's cool. Cool. I'm into that. Uh, I enjoyed the movie very much, so I would I would definitely be interested to see how that works. Um, but I don't I don't know I don't know. I, I mean if it's another um, you know a, a side scrolling platformer. Uh, well, I don't they know, make it a the, small the new open turtle skin like third person yeah. game. Yeah, like that 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 would be cool. Uh, and maybe maybe you know maybe it's going to be just like the the game that Verlaine's been waiting for for them to put on Shadow. the console. Yeah, out of the shadows. If it plays, it, if it, it plays like it, I would do it. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. That was all about the gameplay because I'm not a yep. huge turtle fan, but um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yes, I and mean, look, yes, I'm you're right. T- uh, uh, Shredder's Revenge is coming to Game Pass. Yeah, wasn't it already on Game Pass? Yeah, it, it started on Game it's Pass. On, yeah, it's on there. Hmm. What are you talking about? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm not yelling. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, Sims 5 will be free. Anybody? Anybody? I haven't played a Sims I game in a long time. I don't think they need to make a 5, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. I know. Why don't they just keep going with 4, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. It is uh, what it is. Oh, and uh, Stray, uh, the, the, the video game Stray with the cat, uh, uh, will be adapted into an animated movie. Oh. Everyone's loving that. Oh, oh God, I cannot wait till you get challenged to watch that. Oh, I cannot wait. No. Actually, you'd like you'd like the 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 movie better than the actually play the game. So Jesus probably God. would. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, real quick for me, there is this game coming out um, very soon on Oculus, and it's called Inverse. What's Oculus? <laughs> they used to make the, the VR. It's an oh old Meta. Company. Oh Meta. Go ahead. The Quest. Um, and it's called Inverse. And it's fucking uh, four versus one. It's a four versus one game in fucking VR. So one person's a fucking monster and you can like crawl up trees and fucking crawl on shit and you have to kill everybody while they're running around doing their fucking dude. I'm fucking hell yeah. I'm excited as fuck. That's one way that I would play fucking <laughs> Dead by Daylight VR version. That's interesting. Imagine, imagine being it. Like, imagine being the killer, and you just get to go around and fucking murder. <laughs> Brain scan. Tell us how you really feel, Verlaine. I mean, <laughs> don't you already do that in in uh, what, what's the swords and sorceries or whatever? What's the blade and sorcery? The, yeah, but it's a different type of game. Sorcery. Like, you, you that's me versus a bunch of AI like robots. But yeah. this is gonna. I mean, even being the victim, like. 
you're just running around from a real person. Like that, I think it's the, the fact that there are no, it's not computer. No one is a computer. So yeah. you're getting away and hiding from an actual person who is you using no their actual eyes. They're not, no one's seeing in third person. No one's did you, like, did you know it's a di- uh, Nintendo game? <laughs> Damn it. It's on the Labo. <laughs> no. Cardboard VR. Um, Let me tell yeah. you how much I still play that. Do I still have <laughs> that too? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. All right. I think we should end it there. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us in the chat room. We appreciate you guys are, uh, you guys are talkative tonight. I do appreciate it. Uh, also, uh, thank you to everyone that downloaded the episode that actually helps us even more. Um, and thank you for Verlaine for drawing a picture during the show. Cause that's what he does because he doesn't really pay attention that much. So he just draws pictures. It's fine. We, we, we keep them here. That's, I just let my hand go. Like, Oh, it's exactly. draws. It's like, ghost <laughs> yeah, that's this, fine. This guy's in my room or something. Uh, yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, but anyway, our uh, website, gamepickshow.com, uh, go there. Enjoy. Enjoy. Uh, we have a Patreon as well. So if you support the show, uh, and yeah, you know, you have a, a buck here or two, uh, we'd appreciate it. It does uh, help us uh, get through a lot of stuff. Uh, as you can see, we're saving up money, uh, so a mic can get a new camera. That's where we're at. So, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so <laughs> uh, but we're we're almost there, Mike. You're gonna get it. I promise you, buddy. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, anything else you guys want to add or not add or subtract or subtract? <laughs> I'd like to divide if I'd like to take out the statement I said about the devs earlier. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's can't do that. that. Omitted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Gamefixshow.com is where you get everything. Uh, I I guess there's one thing left to say. It's it's your world. Pay attention. Oh shit. Here we go again. I love you. Adios. Hey Hey there. there! I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.